Good morning. From the newsroom of the Financial Times, today is Friday, March 22nd, and this is your FT News Briefing. Today, after a prolonged debate, EU leaders give Theresa May a short Brexit extension, Spotify enters high-stakes licensing talks with music rights owners, and U.S. stocks get a boost from the technology sector. Then the FT's Robin Wigglesworth takes us to the floor of the New York Stock Exchange as the American jeans maker Levi Strauss goes public. I'm Eric Krupke, and here's the news you need to start your day. Thank you. Good evening. I'm Michael Peel, a European diplomatic correspondent of the FT in Brussels, where the summit of EU leaders has uh, just finished for the first day. The EU 27 leaders have come up with a deal. They have given the uh, British Parliament until uh, April the 12th to back the withdrawal agreement that has been agreed between the British government and the other 27 EU governments. And if it doesn't do that, then it has to come up with a a way forward for consideration by the other 27 EU countries. So in other words, there's a window now of about uh, two weeks, three weeks, during which the British government and parliament have to decide what to do. If parliament does back the withdrawal agreement next week, the Brexit date will be postponed from March 29th to May the 22nd. But the upshot of all of this is that essentially this is an ultimatum to say to both British MPs and the government that they have until uh, April the 12th to decide finally what to do. The FT reports that for the first time since going public, Spotify is entering high-stakes licensing talks with music rights owners. These talks will determine Spotify's profit margins for several years. The streaming service has to cut deals with Vivendi-owned Universal Music, Sony Music, and Warner Music. Together, these companies control 80% of Spotify's catalog. And Spotify already pays out most of its revenues back to these suppliers. But the talks are coming at a tricky time for Spotify. Warner Music sued Spotify after the two groups couldn't agree on licensing rights in India. Spotify is also appealing a U.S. court decision that would give songwriters a big pay raise from music streaming on its platform. Big music suppliers have seen their business roar back in recent years, largely due to subscription streaming. But the companies that control the music industry have clashed with Spotify over how to split those riches. And U.S. stocks rallied on Thursday, just one day after the Federal Reserve made a dovish turn. Technology shares rose 2.5%. Sovereign debt and the U.S. dollar also rallied. The S&P 500 was also up. It closed nearly 1.1% higher. On Thursday, the Fed signaled no rate rises this year. Fed Chair Jay Powell also said the central bank would stop the process of winding down the size of its balance sheet come September. U.S. government debt remained in demand, and that pushed yields lower early in the session. And here's a closer look at one of today's big market stories. American jeans maker Levi Strauss returned to the public market on Thursday with flair. Levi's first floated in 1971, but was later taken private by Mr. Strauss's descendants in 1985. U.S. Markets editor Robin Wigglesworth was on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange yesterday to catch all of the action. So we're standing here on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange, a cavernous room down on Wall Street. Uh, It's covered by big electronic booths where the designated market makers, those are the the humans that take all the electronic orders and make sure the markets work efficiently, are waiting for the opening of trading. Now what's unusual with the floor of the NYSE today is that there is a lot of denim. A lot of denim. 
Normally, the Nazi exercises a very strict clothes policy. You have to be dressed properly to walk on the New York Stock Exchange floor. But today, they've relaxed that for the entire floor, and there are a lot of people in denim trousers, denim jackets, all in honor of the Levi's IPO. We ran into Peter Tuckman, who's been a floor trader here for over 30 years and had a chat to him about the Levi's IPO and the outlook for public flotations going forward. And how long have you been here on the floor? I've been here for 33 years. So obviously there's a lot of excitement about IPOs at the moment. There's some big companies supposed to come to the market. I mean, how receptive is the market to IPOs now? So we've had, over the last four or five years, this market, our market, which is a human market, to me the most exciting place in the world, We've had some amazing IPOs over the last, the Snapchats, the Twitters, the social media companies, Alibaba. So we've been the home of some great companies going public over the last five years. The public is really interested. A lot more people are trading, okay? At the end of last year, government shutdown, we haven't had an IPO for months. A lot of excitement. People are dying to get inv invested or traded. Levi's is a very old world type of IPO. Levi's has been around for a long time, but the real excitement is about all these tech IPOs that we think are going to come to the market in the coming weeks and the coming months. Lyft is the first one, but we're also waiting for Pinterest and Slack and Uber, of course, Lyft's big rival. We're all expected to go public sometime this year. rung the bell, they're all turning around to pose for a camera up on the wall. They get a nice picture of themselves with the backdrop of the New York Stock Exchange 4 as trading openings for a new day. We see a whole lot of denim gathering around the GTS booth where the center of the action is today. Uh, we're all just waiting for these denim cloud traders to say they're getting closer to set a final price for what Levi's will go public at and then they'll start trading and we'll kick off. So this is the price discovery process at the New York Stock Exchange. We spoke to Carolyn Saki, who's Chief Operating Officer for Capital Markets at the New York Stock Exchange. For us, it is so important that IPOs open at the right price and not necessarily focus at the time at which it opens. So at 9.30, the stock did not open with full trading. As you know, it priced at $17 the night before. That's not necessarily where it's going to open. It was priced above the range, so it was very successful from that perspective. It was oversubscribed, so we're expecting it to take a little bit of time to open this morning. And the reason why it takes a little bit of time is it was allocated to the shareholders last night. Um, those shareholders may want to buy some more. Other retail investors may want to buy some more as well. Those that didn't get allocated want to buy some more. So what we're doing now is, is balancing what that supply and demand is. So you'll hear that the, the DMM just shouted very loudly, um, 20 and a half to 21 and a half. Uh, the indication range just changed um, from 20 to 21 to 20 and a half to 21 and a half. So the price went up. So at this point now, Goldman Sachs is, and the rest of the syndicate team are calling all of their clients and saying, okay, the price went up. Now where are you? And so that process will continue until they find the final opening price.
after a long wait for everybody on the floor of the New York Stock Exchange, Levi's is finally trading. Pricing at 22.22, and it's up to the races, and it's up at 22.84 at the moment. So finally, for the second time, Levi's is a publicly listed company once again. At the end of Levi's first trading day, shares in the company closed up more than 30% to $22.41, giving it a market value of more than $8 billion. You can read more on all of these stories at FT.com. This has been your daily FT News Briefing. Make sure you check back on Monday for all the latest business news. The FT News Briefing is produced by Fiona Simon, Amy Keene, and me, Eric Krupke. Our editor is Amelia Mahasik. Robert Shrimsley is editorial director for the Financial Times. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has experienced teams who can craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex. Real wealth requires real solutions. Connect with a wealth advisor today at Coriant.com. That's Coriant.com. Hi, this is Matt and Sean from Two Black Guys with good credit. If you own or operate a business, whether it's a local operation or a global corporation, partnering with Bank of America could be your smartest move. By teaming with Bank of America, you'll enjoy exclusive digital tools, award-winning insights, and business solutions so powerful, you'll make every move matter. Position your business to capitalize on opportunity in a moment's notice. Visit bankofamerica.com slash bankingforbusiness to learn more. What would you like the power to do? Bank of America, N.A., copyright 2024.